Network. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of VT Network. I'm your host, Deadman. With me, as always, my two brothers. My first brother, who has the entire Matrix code tattooed on his penis, Mr. DJ. <laughs> well, actually, only part of the code. You know, you know, that's all we could fit. Just the base code? <laughs> Just the thing that yes. founded the Matrix? Yeah, unfortunately, the guy ran out of ink. okay (laughs) and my other brother who's still waiting for his acceptance letter to letter to hogwarts mr mustard himself hello everybody how is it going we had a good weekend it's good to be back um yeet yeah (laughs) oh i know what you're having i know why you haven't gotten your letter I just oh, thought you know, of it. it's because they drug tested me, dude. That's why. <laughs> so I was going to go a different route. But okay. Uh, <laughs> you tested positive for LSD, psilocybin, <laughs> uh, cocaine, you, you, MDMA. You uh, tested positive for stuff we didn't know we could test for. <laughs> yeah, you, you know what? Your pH levels are way out of whack, bro. Are you okay? This says that there's part of your blood is vinegar. No, I think that's just the THC. <laughs> Mustard's like, it was a dare. It was a dare. All right, Sh- shut up. Leave me alone. <laughs> yeah. Anyways. <laughs> God damn it. I was on another podcast last night. That should come out around the same time this one comes out. I was on my friend BJ's podcast uh, for his birthday. Uh, I didn't know there was going to be a podcast. Otherwise, I would have been much more sober. I'm not hungover now. I've taken care of that since then, but that was... That was <laughs> you woke up early just to fucking handle your shit, and I, I admire that. No, I did, because like, I, I, I meant it. I meant it when I said it all those months ago. I'm tired of doing my podcast hungover, so I, I'm going to I'm gonna fix it, and I fixed it since then. Uh, but, yeah, it just totally kills the mood. Yeah, when you get hangover brain, you also kind of get grumpy, and I don't like being grumpy. But it was it was a lot of fun, and I and I had a lot of fun. Juice was there. There was a lot of people that were there. Uh, uh, Tina from Tina and Doe were there. Uh, wow, I can't even run down the list. Of course, Juice. Uh, but I, I had a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun. Gambled with fake money because I don't gamble, which a lot of people found really fucking boring. And I'm just like, dude, I don't gamble. What do you want? So what what did you guys do? This weekend? Oh, this week. Because uh, you know what? I also watched Detective Pikachu. Oh, yeah. Right. And. Hmm. Kind of surprised. You know what? Like, I, I've, it, it's, it's on, it was on my list. And I, gotta, I, I can't lie. It was so fucking good. Like, so good. Like, yeah, I, it was. I can't believe how good that was. Like, so that was I, one of those surprise hits. Yeah, I'm upset. I'm like, I'm like, why didn't this get much, much, much more attention? Like, I know it was big, but this should have been bigger by like all accounts. You know, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Have you guys seen it? I know, I know DJ's seen no, it. No, I haven't. Oh yeah, I bought that thing. I have not. I gotta, I gotta hook you guys up with 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 a couple of bits of information. I'll do that after the show, though. But yeah, um. um 
So go ahead, go ahead, Mustard. What have you been up to this week? Um, not much really. Just fucking. Um, I really didn't play much. I played a lot of Rainbow Six. Uh, played some. Oh, Dying Light, and um, what's the other one that we've been recently playing? No, uh, Division Two. A lot of Division. Yeah, Division Two, and uh, I'm here to say it for everybody who listens. I, I I've played the game, gave gave it a very good chance. We're still in the middle of playing it. It is literally the same thing as Destiny. Fuck you. Fuck literally, you. it's not. I'm not even being. It's not even a bit anymore, dude. Like it's literally the fucking same game. Literally, it's not. What about you, DJ? Uh, two main things really. One, I watched that uh, color out of space movie. Oh, right, no right, right. shit! You found it. How'd you find it? Did you Jack Sparrow uh, it? No, I bought it off uh, iTunes. And I don't want to say the f word. Okay, you dude. You know, oh my gosh! Like, okay, it it reminded me why I'm a Lovecraft fan. Does he does he steal the Declaration of Outer Space? <laughs> he would, he would if he could. Yeah. Give him a spaceship and give him two weeks. <laughs> I'm gonna steal the Declaration of Outer Space. Doesn't doesn't work I, like I, that, I, Nick. It doesn't work like that, Nick. Just what? Why? Where did you get a gun? Yeah, it's like. <laughs> oh, it works like that. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm telling you, like, okay, like, I can't go into sports because, like, you know, we have our six weeks rules, but, like, straight up, you know what? The crit- When the critics, like, say, and critics and artists, say, like, you know, give it high reviews, you know what? There's a reason for it. It's good. It should have ha- had a major release instead of, like, a super limited release. And this reminded me why I'm a Lovecraft fan. It's really good. And Nick Cage, he did not disappoint. Well, he, he's he's insane. Oh, he never does. And dude, you know what? It's not like like over the top. It's like there are so many like it, it's it's a slow build. Like and you even like it, if you like really have a keen eye, you kind of you can kind of catch when it really starts. See, sometimes they do like the obvious, but it's like if you really think about it, it's like you can like kind of catch like nah, it started beforehand, and it's like a slow and it and it gradually and gradually and gradually, and. He did not disappoint. Nicholas Cage, like, like I said, Lovecraft and Nicholas Cage, that's like like a freaking hand in glove. Oh, oh, dude. All right, it was, it was I got to see this. All right, calm down, yeah. man. Jesus. Oh, sorry, man. Like, it was no, a good no. film. It, it really was. So, so my, my question is, you know, we saw all those reviews that were like, oh, it has nothing to do with the book. It has nothing to do with the book. And we both know that the color out of space is so all over the place. That not even the book has anything to do with the fucking book. So wh- where where is it? no? In all reality, DJ, back me up. Yeah, no. I mean, people who complain about it, it's like, look, it's a short story, and there's like, you know, it's like, no, of course they had to do like some liberties, but no, like, like, but they made sure to keep with the spirit of the book. They made sure to keep like elements, and they even point out what I said about it, like. uh I mean, I don't know if I should spoil it, but no, like, you know, because, like, you know, uh, you, uh, you people are going to have to go through an earlier podcast where I mentioned what the thing is. Right. And they actually note of it. Oh, they, okay. like, yeah, like, they actually physically address. So it's like, okay, it's like, all right, you know what it is, but, <laughs> oh, shit, what the fuck's going on here? So it's like, 
so like automatically it's like okay they throw that out the window well, now out the window but it's like okay so now what else this thing has what else what else is going on here and like i said what else could be oogie boogie exactly no, and that's and that's the book it's yeah and uh yeah but the book stops there but this thing keeps going oh, um, wow. yeah like i'm telling you dude i'm telling you like watch it and like i said like see if you catch like all the subtle nods and like and the thing is, it's not for everybody because it's uh, low. You know, you can tell it's like it's lower budget. Kind of has a grindhouse feel. Yeah. Mm. I yeah, and, and those, yeah, and those types of movies are not for everybody. Oh, you're mm-hmm. you're talking to two people who love grindhouse shit. So we're we're gonna see this. Oh yeah, like you know, I'm just I'm saying the general audience. But you know, like I said, is it but, boring? Oh, dude, hell no. Uh, the, okay. the, the thing about like, Lovecraft like, like, and the thing about Lovecraft, Lovecraft is and, boring. No, it's a slow burn. Literally, everything happens in the last twelve pages. Oh, not 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 in this movie. Boring. Oh, 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 no. <laughs> so, uh, no, I mean, like but, I said, it's a gradual, and it, it'll it'll keep you guessing. But one thing though is, ah, uh, uh, crap. Jesus, so much. Uh, how do, ah, how do, I how do you say this without spoilers? I get it. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's so it's like. Yeah, you know, so you know what? Like I said, it's lower budget. It has a grindhouse feel. Oh yeah, the director from uh, you know, he, I'm glad he actually came back. And Chupi Two, I don't think he lost his step from uh, the uh, doc, I don't know, Doctor Moreau he made back in the uh, with Val Kemmer. Yeah, yeah, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, and and, and pretty much uh, cine- uh, people who know cinema knows the story behind that. You understand why he left. I'm glad he came back. I don't think he lost a step. I think he's even actually improved in some ways. Like. You know, now I'm revitalized. Now I'm energized, and you you see this in this movie. And honestly, excellent film. I think he's directing the next one, the Dunwich Horror, and I will see it. All right, so we're gonna have to get this. We're gonna have to get this. Sit down and watch it because I am deathly curious now. Jack Sparrow it, so we can all watch. We're gonna Jack Sparrow it. Um, I think. Uh, I think that's okay. Let's start the show now (laughs) because. I think uh, I think we got all our stuff out of the way, but yeah, no. I wanted a bender. Did a did a bunch of drugs. It was fun. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. Tell us about it then. Oh boy. Well, no, I just I mean I went out one night and then uh, <laughs> I drank some beers. You know, it was it was flowing, and then we went to uh, I went to this like weird apartment where like there was like a three year old running around with a bunch of adults doing drugs and drinking alcohol and. Um, Sounds wasn't like, my problem. Sounds like DJ's so upbringing. Yeah. So it wasn't really... I mean, it wasn't my problem, so I wasn't really going to say anything cause problems. So anyway, yeah. Um, this guy was like, yo, I got these shrooms for free, bro. Like, I'll sell them to you. And I was like, you got them for free? And he was like, yeah. And I was like, let's let's split them right now. He was, like, <laughs> he was like, it's like two in the morning. Are you down? And I was like, dude, let's do it. <laughs> and like, I was drunk. And then like, yeah, and then I don't know. Of course, we you know we did stuff in the bathroom with our noses, and then um, like if you want to hang out, yeah, Anyways, I think, <gasps> dude, I I actually asked them. I was like, can we listen to Cocaine by Eric Clapton? And they were like, <laughs> no. <laughs> Party poopers. <laughs> I was like, wow, you guys have no fucking soul. Anyways. <clears throat> No, like, uh, so yeah, dude, I got home, you know, shit was starting to kick off, dude, and like, I I watched, uh, I think I watched, like, Planet of the Apes or some shit. No, I watched, 
what did I watch, dude? I don't remember what I watched, but I watched something awesome and it was fun and it was it was nice. That's, that's a good one to watch on shrooms. When, yeah, and I've done it before and I cried. But like, what sucked is that like when the coke wears off, you just want more coke. Like that's what's the worst part about coke is is like you just want more like all the time. You just once you get it once, you're kind of like, Ugh. you know. That that's why DJ that's why DJ quit. And like. You get this like clenched jaw. It's whack, dude. It's whack. But yeah, it was pretty fun. <laughs> so let's get this started like we do every week. Ooh. That is Raid World War Z again. Or we we reading it. World War Z? It's a boring book to me. It's not Well, like I said, the whole coronavirus thing and like oh everyone's panicking. It felt oh, appropriate. Yeah. Just don't leave your fucking house. Very much. Stop anything. Uh, anyway, speaking of never leaving your house and not stopping shit, EA canceled a third Star Wars game, codenamed Viking, before it was ever revealed. Um, EA, they've just been fucking the Star Wars license, man. Well, they made the the what the what the new one the oh, Fallen Order. Fallen oh, Order. That was like a good one, right? I mean. Well, I mean, like, I don't, I don't, I don't credit EA with that one. I credit uh, respawn, respawn for that one, because EA was just like, we don't know what the fuck to do with this. Here, you do something with this, and respawn was like, we're gonna, we're gonna make an action adventure game, and EA was just like, whatever, bro, just don't make Battlefield. <laughs> um. Poor dice. I really feel bad for him. Uh, well, you know what? That's what it is. I don't. Uh, Battlefront, anyways. So last year, EA canceled an unannounced Star Wars project that was once envisioned as a Battlefront spinoff. Good. Though EA never <laughs> revealed the game was in development, nor had it announced it, the subsequent cancellation news comes from Kotaku's always reliable Jason Schreier, who spoke with six anonymous sources close to the project. So in other words, this is conjecture, but EA has since this confirmed that they did cancel three different uh, three different Star Wars games. Yes. Uh, codenamed Star Wars Viking, the game was intended to salvage some of the assets from Visceral's canceled Star Wars project, codenamed Ragtag, when a Visceral closed. Some of those assets were to be used at EA Vancouver for a different Star Wars game, codenamed Orca. So that's three projects so far. That project fell apart too, however, and eventually turned into Viking, a smaller Star Wars project, eyeballing a 2020 launch. But when it came to clear, EA would not be able to hit that launch window, and it canceled that game as well. Oh my gosh, you ever heard of delay? You know, uh, like just push back the launch day? Good God. I mean, like, and, and that's just it. They're like, all this shit was, was shooting for the PS5 and the, and the Xbox Series X. We gotta find a different way of saying that. The XSX? No, that's stupid. The Series X, whatever. The Series X, I think that's Series the X, yeah. We'll, we'll, yeah, we'll just one. shorten that. So, like, they were they were shooting for all these fucking, uh, you know, Series X, PS5, uh, you know, windows, and and they just they just keep failing. So they were just like, fuck it, cancel it, just relocate everybody. I, I tell you what, though, they're fucking up. Outside of Battlefront, people are starving for Jar Wars, star for Star Wars games. <laughs> Jar Wars. For Jar Wars? Jar, Jar Wars. Jar Jar, Jar Binks version yeah. of Star Wars? Misa Jar got a lightsaber. Misa got to fuck you up. Yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs>
<laughs> Didn't even say anything. Don't have to. Right now, Mustard's suppressing his gag reflex. I can hear it. I think he um, left the call there. Yes. No, you you uh, you deserve that. Uh, I took it. Anyways, yeah. Go ahead, uh, Mustard, please. It's been a t- t- oh, my tumultuous. <laughs> tumultuous. No, it went blurry. Like my oh. connection spiked. Yeah, same here. Tumultuous six years for EA since acquiring the rights to Star Wars games on console and PC. It's time a Star Wars game caretaker and this has thus far been defined by Battlefront 2's pay-to-win controversy and whoa, and the host of cancellations. Jedi Fallen Order was the biggest critical hit for the publisher and its most recent effort, so it makes sense that the Respawn would be back at work on a sequel. Perhaps EA can turn the corner in the new generation and give fans the Star Wars stories we all crave and deserve. I agree. I agree. Indeed. Like, we are starving for Star Wars, for Star Wars games. Proper Star Wars games. Good Star Wars games. You guys don't think Battlefront was good? I thought Battlefront was great, bro. What are you guys talking about? Wait, which one? First or second one? Both, bro. They're both masterpieces of fucking gaming. No. Well, Battlefront 2, maybe. Like, now. Now, years. All the controversy. Yeah, like, no. No. Just fucking You're just a hater, bro. No, because, I like, I gave it a fair shot. I, I I gave it. I did. I gave it a fair shot. I put hours into it. I was I was there after the first and second update. It's just not a good game. It's just not. You're not a good game. I'm not. So <laughs> let's move on from that though. Microsoft and Epic <laughs> Games' latest game developers to drop out of GDC. What is GDC? Oh, the Game Developers Conference. Oh, okay. I didn't know they shortened it. <laughs> Uh, that's my bad. Mm. I didn't know they shortened it. Like, like I've always, I've always heard it called a game developers conference. I've never it's heard it called GDC. Fucking coronavirus, bro! God damn it! So, Microsoft GameStack has also announced that due to concerns over the coronavirus, better known, yeah, okay, uh, will be dropping out of the 2020 Game Developers Conference. After a close review of guidance by global health authorities and out of an abundance of caution, we've made the difficult decision to withdraw from participating at Game, at game Developers Conference in 2020 San Francisco. You see, that's what I mean, though. That's, I've always heard it called G- Game Developers Conference, never GDC. Anyways. So this means um, that it's all going to be digital only. So, uh, DJ, please. Instead, Microsoft GameStack will host a series of digital-only events from March 16th to the 18th, which will cover a majority of the planned GDC sessions. It it was originally set to host uh, sessions. This includes panels on uh, on the cloud, the evolution of game development, and the behind-the-scenes look at the development of Microsoft tiles like Minecraft and Gears of War. Okay, so I can't exactly blame Sony, just Sony anymore. But then again, at least Microsoft's doing something. That's yeah, they're doing something. Thing. They're having, even if it is a digital event, have an event. You know, like we're sitting here live in our living room covered in fucking hand sanitizer, but here we are, guys. Check out these cool games. <laughs> yeah, I bet people will still be like, oh, fuck yeah. I would. I'd be like, cool. I would be well. okay. I can't wait to see what we're getting on Game Pass in like in the next few months. 
So the update is Microsoft confirmed that both the games showcase and ID at Xbox events have been canceled as well. So, I mean, this whole coronavirus thing is just going nuts. We got a list here of things that are coming in 2020, which is Dragon Ball Z Kakarot, Ori and the Will of the Wisps, Dark Side of Genesis, out. Iron Man VR. We already have that. That's uh, already it. Final Neo. March 3rd. That one's coming out in March. Animal Crossing. That's, that's, that's Mustard's right there. Ooh, I fucking love that game so much, dude. I'm uh, not going to get it, though. Well, actually, uh, no, I'm going to get it. Badger, Badger says that he's going to do a speed run of it while listening to the Doom soundtrack. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> I'm for it. Uh, Bleeding Edge. I, we like the, the beta for this one is... Just, it's so weird because it opens, it closes, it opens, it closes, and it's it's always random. So I don't know what the fuck it's about. Uh, Half Life Alex, uh, Resident Evil Three Remake. I don't want it. Uh, Cyberpunk has now been pushed from April sixteenth. We know that one. That one's like coming out in November now. Uh, Marvel Stunt Doubles, Last of Us Part Two, <laughs> Disintegration, Dying Light Two. What Dying Light Two is getting an update, not a new game. No, no, it's going to be game. Oh, no, yeah, it is. Okay. I was mixing it up with the other one. No oh, dude, you're just like dropping the ball here. Just fucking, this fucking quit, bro. Just no, stop. no, no. Just... I was mixing it up with, uh. Yeah, 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 sure. No, what the fuck is it? That's what you get for not liking Resident Evil 3. Let's go, Doom. Wasteland 3, Vampire the Masquerade, which is one. That DJ I'm so has a hard on for. Uh, You're damn right. Ghost of Tsushima, Outriders, Halo Infinite. Like we got a lot of stuff Halo coming Infinite. out. I'm pretty. I'm pretty stoked for Halo Infinite. Actually. We got a lot of stuff coming out, but I mean, we're we're never gonna hear the fucking announcements because of the goddamn coronavirus. Well, this is kind of a you know worldwide epidemic. A <laughs> little bit. A <laughs> little bit. World War Z, gentlemen. So. There is a new Predator game coming out, and we've seen this already <clears throat> for, what, three years? And I mm-hmm. think we're finally going to have something playable or some kind of update for it. It's called Predator Hunting Grounds, and we'll have a trial weekend in March. So, Mustard, please. The tr- uh... Okay, well, you already... You already said all that. So the trial will be available to those PlayStation Plus on PS4 as well as PC players, and they'll be able to play together with cross-play support. You can choose to play solo as a Predator or can team up against the alien menace as a human fire team with the other players. Ew, it sounds like a terrible game already. So this is It's only evolved. available on PlayStation. Yeah, literally, this would literally what went through my head. I was like, oh no, they're making another Evolve. Uh, this is an asymmetrical multiplayer game like developer Ilphonic's previous game, Friday the 13th. That means the Predator will have the advantage when it comes to one-on-one fights due to its ah, arsenal and mobility. Know. Able to ambush its prey from all directions. However, the fire team can come out on top if the squad is able to work together and cover each other's backs. I got bad news. Yeah, and here's this, something I, this, this is something I fucking hate. Uh, this form factor does not work anymore. It's, done, it's not good. It's not good. In case you haven't like, noticed, not many people are, st- are are demanding a Friday the 13th Part 2. 
Yeah, and there's there was a reason that the game was like Left for Dead and shit made it so big because it was fun and it was goofy and cartoonish. Like Friday the thirteenth, you know, what other game? Evolve and shit, those games are all fucking trash, bro, because they they don't run smoothly. You know? No. What was the one that we tried? That we had a little Friday, bit of We had Friday the thirteenth and we tried Dead by Daylight. Dead by Daylight, that's the one I was fucking it up that with. That game has... fucking sucked, dude. That game yeah. is terrible. Uh, but here's the thing, though. Here, here, here's the thing that pisses me off, right? Is all these video games like to make the Predator as some bullet sponge, invincible piece of monstrosity. When they're actually pretty easy to kill if you are able to get your hands on them. Why is their hand to hand combat not very uh, not very no, good? No, no, it's like no, they're just easy. You know, they're not easy to kill. It's just that they're killable. They are. They're kill. They're, you know, they're. It takes a lot yeah. less than what they portray. Yeah, exactly. Like no, like you. Are you kidding? No, prayers are stronger, faster, than all the other stuff. Like you know, they're just killable. They're just they're just not invincible as they are portrayed to be. That thank you. Okay. I mean, because I mean, because I mean, I, I love the Predator. I, I love the mythos. I, I love all the movies, even the bad ones, even even Aliens versus Predator. As much as I, as much as so I hate bad. the fact that they fucked up the canon, or that the, they're not canon, are they, DJ? You know what? I don't fucking care anymore. <laughs> God's bullshit and freaking uh, that new Predator movie. I don't care. What Predator movie from Ridley Scott? No, no, Ridley Scott's that Alien Covenant bullshit and the fucking that new Predator was like the Predator. That's what it just called the Predator. Yeah, that, that was Shane Black. Uh, do you guys remember? Colonial yeah, like I said, like movies? I said, like Ridley Scott's that Alien Covenant and that the Predator movie. What? Like I said, I, I don't care, dude. Like I said, it's all. Bo- I, don't, I don't fucking care. They just threw it all out the window. I don't Shane Black anymore. wrote and directed the Predator. Shane yeah. Black is one of the original writers from the original Predator movie, the first one with Arnold. Yeah. How was Ridley Scott tied to that? I said Ridley Scott's Alien Covenant. Uh-huh. And then I mentioned and that Predator movie. Oh, because it sounded like you were putting them together, didn't it, Mustard? Um, there were names exchanged and involved. And Thanks I, for paying I attention, asshole. I'm sorry. It sounded to me like you were putting them together, and that's why I was like, one has nothing to do with the other. What the fuck are you talking about? Uh, pay attention. What are you talking about? <laughs> what? No. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, IJN got to preview Predator Hunting Grounds last year and found it to be a blast, especially when playing as a Predator using the Plasma Caster, Arm Blades, Cloaking Ability, Infrared Vision, and more of its iconic tools from the films. People are going to be spamming that cloaking ability. I can't tell you that. This podcast is going to be filled with random doom music. <laughs> Just going to get it with a doom. <coughs> Ilphonic says that it's built up on the feedback that the demo got after taking it to events last year, so the trial version could be further refined. I am not interested at all. <laughs> what about you guys? No, not really. I I could live without this game. Look, I mean, unless you're going to play with the Predator, it, you, know, you, you can just get whooped. People are going to be spamming oh, that's that a freaking, video. Uh, people are going to be spamming that cloak like it's no, nobody's business. I think there's a cooldown period. You know what I mean? There has to be. So. 
I just feel like these kinds of games, like I, like I already said my piece, this form factor in games does not work, and it's been proven not to work for a while now, so. No, I mean, you guys even admit it, the uh, Dead by Daylight formula is still going on strong, so there's still. Well, it, it, it has a niche thing. It has a niche thing. Oh, it's, it, it's, not, it's not very mainstream. It's not a success. It's a success in its own, like, little world, but. So, it's not a blockbuster. What's funny is I'm looking at these comments and it says no single player, no interest. And somebody agrees and says, what if preferred a concrete jungle type game like Respawn did for Fallen Order? And I, I can actually get behind that. Yeah, true. And, I like concrete jungle and, and uh, Fallen Order. People pretty much rave about it. Yeah, I mean, no, I mean, that's what killed it for me. Like, like, a Fallen Order video game? Yeah. Huh? Have they, have they done that? Yeah, a, I think lo- it was a law and order. Yeah. Oh, God, bro, could you imagine how sick that'd be? But yeah, I think it was for the 360. Now, here's something I want to get. Uh, I want to get. Uh, can we I'm, Google that real quick? Yeah, no problem. Uh, what is it? Law and order. Law and order. Game? Okay, I was trying. I was thinking of CSI. Uh, is Law and Order the one with t- Ice T, or is that CSI? That's no. That that's a SVU. As, as, okay, well, I want that in the video game. <laughs> Many alphabet later to letters. Uh, yeah, right there. Dead on the money. Is the first in the series of video games based on the television series Law and Order. The game was developed when by was Legacy Interactive. Was first published in 2002. Yeah, like I that's, said. Yeah. Dude, that's fucking original Xbox. It's not 360 yet. No, this is no. one of... This, like, this was only PC though. See that My, um, Macintosh and only Mac. Uh, no. Okay, well Windows. look up Xbox then. Look up see if there's one for the Xbox. Put Xbox at the end of it. Right here, category video games based on Law and Order. Let's check this. Yeah, there's a lot of them. Holy fuck, that's awesome! I gotta fucking oh, I gotta play these now. Dead on the money. Yeah. So that's the one we just saw. Microsoft see? Windows, Mac OX. Okay, Wall so let's Street see. Murder, such you got to go. Uh, yeah, yeah. So I do you actually have to here. solve the murder? Because if Windows. you do, I am totally fucking in, bro. PC again. Microsoft Windows. I'm like, PC I'm like so again? certain one of them came out for a console. We'll find out. Okay, so again, dead men. PC again. The info. Gotcha. Mm. iOS, Microsoft Windows. Yep, PC. So you want to play, you got to play on your PC. Okay, well, in that case... Then it might not be CSI that I'm thinking of. Or it might be... Yeah, it might be CSI I'm thinking of. One of them came out for consoles. See if there's a fucking CSI or SVU fucking game for Xbox, dude. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, probably a CSI game because there's no Law & Order CSI. I don't know. Like, all these these fucking crime... I, I, I dislike them anyways. It's just... They're, they're boring stories. So, <laughs> like, you yeah. know? Like, see, usually with story, games like this, bitch. they're only PC only. Usually, anyway, but... No, there, right there. I knew it. It was a CSI one. Yeah, CSI. I knew it wasn't Law and Order. So, I, I, like I said, I, I get them mixed up all the fucking time. You get a half, you get a half point for that one. Yeah, seriously. I mean, what the hell's wrong with you? I don't watch these fucking shows. I'm not going to keep them straight. I'm not retired and it's 70 years old. Neither am I, but I still, I mean, no, I don't actually, I don't watch See, these look, shows. See, look, Xbox, <laughs> DS, PlayStation, Xbox, yep. Xbox, DS, Wii. So, yeah, I was CSI that I was thinking of. Android and iOS, hidden crimes. I'm going to fucking download that. I don't care how much it costs. Actually, I have a jailbroken iPhone now. I don't have to fucking buy it. You, you, have, a, you have nothing kind of iPhone. 
You're not going to implicate yourself here, you idiot. <laughs> Speaking of implicating yourselves, though, Hideo Kojima to receive <laughs> BAFTA's highest honor. Wow, that came highest out, honor. That came out really, really, really like <laughs> suburban neighbor. Did you hear that? Hideo Kojima. Yeah. <laughs> he left. <laughs> you fucking left. You piece of shit. Fucking mustard. <laughs> he can't stand it. He can't stand it. I love it. <laughs> Welcome back. Welcome back. Ready to basket. Don't want to ready to, ready to basket, dude. So, <laughs> ready to basket. Kojima's glory once again. <laughs> you just can't stop this guy. What the actual fuck, dude? Okay, let's take a look at this. Metal it, Gear it, and Death Stranding creator. I mean, I, I swear, it's, it's like Konami. Wait, hold on. It's like Konami was holding him back. And now that he is free, he's becoming stronger than ever. It's like Hitler. Oh, God. That is not a good analogy at all. That is a bad analogy. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> Metal Gear Death Stranding creator Hideo Kojima will be given the fellowship at the BAFTA Game Awards on April 2nd, uh, 2020. <sighs> the fellowship is the highest award given by BAFTA to an individual. It recognizes and celebrates a person's creative contributions to film, television, or games. I like how that had to include... Or games because it's like he ain't doing shit with this. <laughs> well, wait, hold on. If you forget, he's gonna branch out more. Remember? I believe it when I see it. He's been saying that shit for fifteen years. Those oh, now in the game. No, no, you no. Know, fuck you. He's been saying that shit for so long. <laughs> he's strong. Eat up. <laughs> you know, you you're good. Oh. <laughs> I must stop this reading, but however possible. I'm gonna mute this son of a bitch. Hold on. Can't put it down. <laughs> put it down. <laughs> oh man. Anyway, those in the video game industry who received the Fellowship Award has <laughs> been Tim Schafer, John McCarmick, Gabe Newell. Hey, Gabe. Uh, Peter Molyneux, Will Wright, and Shigeru Miyamoto. Wow, he's gonna be in the same line as them as oh, Miyamoto. As Ooh, Miyamoto, Miyamoto dude, the guy who game. fucking created Mario, bro. That's fucking Why crazy. Are we... mm. oh, All right, man. DJ, please. Oh, you can't oh. run from Hideo's genius. You apparently no, you can't. <laughs> Not he's unhinged now. I'm making that joke. <laughs> on uh, on hearing the news, Jima said directly. Thank you very much for this precious fellowship reward. I am very honored and would like to take this moment to reflect on the many predecessors that came before me as I deeply respect their contributions to entertainment, whether in movies, televisions, or video games. I would also like to thank those who have supported me over the years, and I will continue my commitment to creating new and innovative ways that will push the word of play entertainment forward. Innovative. Create. <laughs> you guys, you guys remember the end of uh, Blazing Saddles, where uh, <laughs> where the sheriff gives his speech is like, wherever there is injustice, I'll be there. And then like the whole town looks at him and says one word. Remember what it is? No. Yeah, the whole town looks at him after that whole speech and go, bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> well, hold on, hold on. 
Kojima's biggest uh, first big breakthrough in games came in 1987 when he designed Metal Gear at Konami. Yeah, that's the only breakthrough. <laughs> Which contributed greatly to the stealth genre. He went on to make games with, uh, with distinctly cinematic presentations, such as Snatcher and Police Knots, oh, which are influenced knots. by his love of movies. I hate this guy. Truly a great man. I honestly fucking hate this guy. <laughs> he also has a passion for Mecha, as seen throughout his Metal Gear and Zone of the Ender series. Kojima left Konami at 2015 because they were holding him back. And after nearly 30 <laughs> years at the company uh -huh. to create his own story. <laughs> he pulled out a knife! <laughs> oh, that, that, was, that was me. I was like, should I yeah. just slit my wrist now? <laughs> to create his own studio, Kojima Productions, which so far has produced one game, Death Stranding, but oh, what a game it was. It won him a bunch of rewards. Yeah, and that's the thing, right? Like, like even Lofus came on here and was like, eh. you know, <laughs> like, like it, he, that's all he gave it was a, eh. it's okay, it's uh, it's exactly what you think it is. Oh, gentlemen, I didn't even know about this. In November two thousand nineteen, oh, Kojima was awarded two two Guinness World Records for being the game developer with the most fat. Dude, you keep things keep blurring. With the most fans on Instagram and Twitter, he is now working on his next project with his team at Kojima Productions. It is likely going to be a game, perhaps even better than Death Stranding Two, <laughs> better his than even the next Death Stranding Two. His However, team, his team of Kojima Productions, just him looking at himself in the fucking mirror, <laughs> writing, writing, writing shit down. <laughs> he's got a, oh he's sitting at one However, computer. Hold on, hold on. He's sitting at one computer with a webcam on, and he's got like seven monitors just surrounding him with his own face <laughs> on him. <laughs> okay, thank you for joining me today. Find Hi, a gentlemen. team that I can fucking work with. <laughs> gentlemen. <laughs> Let's do this. <laughs> and then the fucking the headlines. Kojima is actually kicked out of Kojima Productions oh. as board uh, <laughs> members voted him out earlier this morning. So how did he fucking? <laughs> he's the only guy on there. Oh, <laughs> it's, literally, it's literally his company. It's literally his company. It, it's how literally did... him. It's the, the other seven <laughs> monitors voted him out. <laughs> <laughs> like you know, like security carts him out. The seven monitors just look at each other and go, "That was a dickhead." God, God dude, that guy's a fucking asshole. Fuck <laughs> that guy. Fuck that guy. So hey, Kojima has said he would also like to make films in the future. Yeah, fuck you. He's been saying that for fifteen years. He could suck a dick. Oh, but now he might actually make his dreams a reality. No, why not, dude? He's literally acing the whole thing on everything, bro. <laughs> yeah, he is. Oh, God. He is. According to him, he is video games. Yeah, bro, he is the word play, brother. <laughs> he can play with these right here. So we got every IGN Kojima game review ever. So let's take a look at this. Metal Gear Solid, 1998, a solid 9.8. 9.7 for Metal Gear Solid 2. 9.0 Metal Gear Solid 2 Substance, which sucked. Metal Gear Solid 3 Snake Eater, which was awesome. 9.6. Yeah, that was my 9.5 Metal Gear Peace Walker, also terrible. 10, a perfect fucking 10 for Metal Gear Solid 4 Guns of the Patriots. Okay, you know what? I have to agree with that one because that was a fantastic piece of game making. 
it, it, it was it was great. Like what what they fucked was the story. Like you know, it's like there is yeah. almost no detrimental effects to Fox die. Metal Gear Solid Four comes out. Fucking Snake is aged to seventy three. Yeah, he's like I'm twenty nine. Yeah, <laughs> feel like a fucking. That's me, bro. I'm actually I... only thirty one. Wait, wait, <laughs> I'm gonna go wait, 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 kick wait. the fuck uh, out of Revolver Ocelot. I'll be back, boys. Follow me. Hurrah! Metal Gear Solid 4, ladies and gentlemen. Wait, Fox died. That, wait, that's the uh, killer virus, isn't it? That's No, it can be used that's to kill That's Metal Gear Solid 4. I, like, no, I mean, I mean, like, just Fox die. What was that? Like, uh... Oh, that's the, that's the cloning, the cloning thingy. Oh, okay. It's the nanomachines. Whatever. There was supposed to be no detrimental side effects. It was stated in Metal Gear Solid 2 and 3. So let's see. Uh, Metal Gear Solid 5 Ground Zeroes. An 8.0 for a demo? For a fucking five-minute game? Wow. I can't believe he reviewed a demo, but then again, it's Kojima. He re- he demands reviews for everything. Oh, my God. A perfect 10 for Metal Gear Solid Five: The Phantom Pain. Perfection. I'm sorry, bro, but that game is so fucking boring. Uh, uh Oh, hey. <laughs> oh, de- oh, shit. That took a heart left turn. 6.8 for Death Stranding by IGN. Wow. What are they doing? He's Kojima. Wow. That's like a hard left. Did you guys see that coming? I didn't see that coming. Yeah. Actually, no, I did. When people, when people mentioned about the all that walking, I kind of figured that would be like the biggest hit Ooh. of the Kojima reviewed games. So, I, so people a, are lazy in video games too. Yeah. So here, here's a question for you guys. I've been thinking about this since I found out about it. Uh, Microsoft has officially announced that the, the Series X... You will not have to buy your games again. Everything you have right now will be playable on the Series X as a new as a new Series X game, such as uh, Cyberpunk, um, fucking The Division. All these other games that you have already will automatically be transferred with backwards compatibility for four generations. What do you guys think about that? Because I think they literally they literally just flop the deck on PlayStation's four hit with that one. Mm-hmm. What do you guys think? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's the next logical step. It is It is the only logical step, because, like, my guy, like, why the fuck would I buy games over again? You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. It did, They did the same thing with, like, GTA when it came out for the Xbox One. Um, they did the same thing for fucking um, Need for Speed when it got remade. You know what I mean? Like, they were telling you, like, you don't have to buy it. Like, you know. Yeah, uh... I mean, yeah, it's true. I mean, people got you know that's one of the, that's one of the uh, complaints people have for these past few generations. Like, why should I have to rebuy this game? Well, that's good if you own it. You know, you own it forever. I won't say they flop if Sony does the same thing. Then it's back on an even kill. But if Sony Ooh, fucks up, which they have been doing lately, I don't then, think they will. Yeah. So, so yeah, right now this is like Microsoft. At least, at least one of their aces. The- like, okay, Sony, last time you took advantage of us. So let's see if you can do the same fucking thing. Okay, but don't you you don't think that the idea that Microsoft put this out way before PlayStation Five did? You don't think this is this is the first cut kind of thing? Because we've seen oh, we've yeah, seen no. press releases from PlayStation and Sony saying that they want to do backwards compatibility. However, everybody who's opened a PlayStation for the last two generations 
took that with, yeah, we've taken that with a giant fucking salt mine assault. And and hey. for Xbox to come out and or for Microsoft to come out and just seriously outright announce it and say, yes, you own your games, you don't have to rebuy them, period. Like, there's no caveat, there's no only if, or, you know, oh, we're starting a service, like, it's just straight up, like, you own your shit. For $5 a month, you can keep... Yeah. So you yeah, don't no, think exactly. this is a first no. cut, or, or do you oh, think... Oh, no, it's uh, a first... It is a first cut, don't get me wrong, this is a first cut. This is literally saying, oh, guess what, Sony? Guess what we're doing? And now, the ball's in your coat, uh, in your cor- uh, court. Oh, whoa, whoa. Because, uh, uh, man, ah, fuck. Strep throat a little bit. But anyway, yeah, uh, Microsoft literally saying Sony the balls in your court. And the thing is, is that what got Sony the uh, one of this last generation was because Sony just pretty much reacted to Microsoft, but Sony was also lazy this generation. Because everyone's back everyone's back to compatibility. And Sony's like, nah. Well now Microsoft's like, okay, Sony. And this is what I mean when I say constantly say Microsoft is hungry. They're hungry, this gen. So like, yeah. okay, Sony, last time you got us. Well, here we go, bitch. Let's see what excuse you brought up now. And if Sony can't do the same thing, they're done. Well, we, we've Microsoft also we've also talked about the idea that you know Sony also has something that Microsoft doesn't, and that's a very very large uh, overseas market. Where oh, yeah, we're, that's true we're, too. we're literally the United States in Sony's case is literally the overseas market. Meanwhile, Microsoft is the opposite way around. It, it's China and Japan and all the Korea and you know all, all those other places. Those are those are our Microsoft Ford markets, and they don't pay out, and they don't even allow some of some of them don't even allow Xbox in. So we talked about that. Well, I hope Microsoft can uh, mend those relationships. Then, uh, <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't because, know, but like, because truth be told, no, Sony needs to be taking the task a little bit. I think so. Yeah, I think yeah, uh, like this is why you know, this is why you don't have monopolies. I think uh, I think Microsoft doing this first cut is just it it, it is a literal dick flop on the forehead. It is a, what yeah, are you going to do a, now? Yeah, it's a, yeah, exactly. It's a slap in the face. It's like okay, Sony, what, uh, what you got for me, bro? <laughs> and I think it's impressive. So. Let's go ahead and uh, so, get that. So, move on. Impressive dick, bro. Nice dick. It is. A, it is. A, <laughs> what's this? Bill Gates has a nice dick. That is a nice dick. <laughs> now you want to come at me, bro? <laughs> just let me just let me rub this around right now. <laughs> so uh, Chris Evans, uh, one of the most perfect men in the universe, is in negotiations. Oh, oh fuck you, dude. He's so pretty. He is, uh, though. He is, really. Is in, is, in, is in negotiations to star in the Little Shop of Horrors remake. Um, oh, no way. This is what we've already had two Little Shop of Horrors, which is from the original 1960, which was okay. The 1987, uh, 1986 cut, which was with Rick Moranis, and that one was incredible because they actually made it into the musical it was always meant to be. And then we've had years and years and years of Broadway and off-Broadway uh, plays and stuff. So I mean, this is really this is really cool. So let's take let's take a look at here. Uh, Chris Evans is in star is in talks to star in another movie uh, of Little Shop of Horrors. Scarlett Johansson and Taron Egerton are also reportedly looking at roles, Hell while Billy yeah, Porter bro. is said to be the voice of Audrey too. 
according to the mm. Hollywood Reporter, Evans would play Orvin Scravel, aww, a dentist and an abusive boyfriend of the character Audrey. Johansson is circling the Audrey role, while Egerton could potentially play uh, Seymour. That's interesting. Hmm. Uh, Greg Berlanti, the director of Love, Simon, uh, and the producers of DC's Arrowverse, will reportedly direct the film. I don't want him to play Orvin Scrovello. It's okay. It's okay. (laughs) Not so perfect now, is he, dead man? Yes. Yes, he is. (laughs) Fuck you. Not for (laughs) long. He is, though. Just an asshole. Mustard, chime in on this. What do you think? I think it would work. Oh, because oh, yeah. I, I, I just watched Nice Out. The last one we had was Bill Murray. What? Yeah. Surprisingly, he fucking crushed it. Orvin Scovello was not Bill Murray. Bill Murray was the patient. Oh, man. Orvin oh, Scovello yeah, 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 yeah. was... Um, what was his name? The Elvis looking guy. <laughs> God damn it, Steve Martin. Steve Martin. Yay. Oh my gosh! Yeah, that's right. I mean, it's difficult, right? Because like, I, I just saw Knives Out, and uh, Chris Evans' role in Knives Out leads me to believe that he would be a Norvin Scrovel, a really good choice for this. But I just don't want him to be. Man, it's okay. It's okay, Dead Man. No, you just fuck you, Captain. You seen his true no. colors? No, go to hell. <laughs> as as for as for Johansson. Uh, playing Audrey, I don't see that one. I don't. That's not. That's not for me on the board. I could see Margot Robbie playing Audrey. No. <laughs> what the fuck. Okay. Alrighty then. Why? Because Scarlett Johansson's better looking than Margot Robbie. Well, that's subjective, but okay. Well, you asked me why, bro. Well, like, acting ability and actually fitting the role. I, I really think don't think Margot, Margot Robbie. Robbie is that good of an actor, to be honest. An actress, whatever. I think so. But yeah, she has one iconic role, and then she hasn't really done much else. She's done a lot, actually. She has a really good resume. Yeah, she's done a lot, but, like, everybody just knows her for fucking Harley Quinn, and I don't think that's a career. Everybody just... knows Chris Evans is Cap. Yes, that's right. But people also know Chris Evans from not another teen movie. People also know Chris Evans is a fucking human torch. People also know Chris Evans. You know what I mean? No, like, you're a like, fucking nerd, so you know him as those things. However, to the general public, he's Cap. And Cap's going to use those American muscles to abuse Audrey. Oh, you just call me a it. fucking nerd. I did. Oh, oh fucking weed. Shots fired. You fucking weed. Whoa, dude. Oh, oh dude. Hey. You. Okay, let's all just fucking calm down here. Let this <laughs> fucking weeb calm down. Yeah. Uh, there he is. Alright, so let's see here. Warner Brothers is supposedly trying to get these actors since the fall. Porter signed up while Evans is the only actor said to be in negotiations at the time. A uh, little shop in other of words, his, his agent is fucking in negotiations. <laughs> yeah, okay. So, uh, Mustard, please. 
Little Shop of Horrors' Roger Corman movie released in 1960. It was developed into a stage musical in 1982 and has continued to play around the world ever since. The stage musical was then adapted into another movie in 1986 with Rick Moranis as Seymour and Steve Martin playing the fucking dentist. Hmm. You think they're going to do the dark ending? Go ahead, go ahead, Mustard. Yeah, just completely ignore The you, story dude. revolves around a geeky plant shop attendant named Seymour who's secretly <clears> in <throat> love with Audrey, one of the workers at the shop. Seymour returns to the store with a bizarre Venus flytrap-esque plant that he names Audrey too. The plant quickly attracts customers to the store and gives Seymour the attention he always desired. The plant begins speaking to Seymour and demands blood, human blood to stay alive. Seymour abides and turns some dark places to keep his fame intact. As for going for the dark ending, Dude, you need to like, like redo this shit because like it's literally blurry as fuck. I can't read it. Um, as for as for doing the dark ending, I don't know because if you actually listen to the the soundtrack, which is like on iTunes, uh, you know you can uh, you, the, there's there's a lot of stuff that didn't make it into the movie. Like you you there's a song, uh, yeah, what is it called? Just a second, let me pull it up real quick. Uh, but there's a song on there where it's uh, um, Seymour, uh, and he's he's lamenting about what he's going to do, like if he's going to uh, uh, like like continue killing. And it's oh, it's the meek shall inherit. So that's the name of the that's the name of the song. It's track number eleven. Uh, so he's actually lamenting about what it's going to take to keep the plant alive. He's going to have to keep killing. He's going through this really big uh, existential crisis, and it's not the movie. So I'm I'm kind of curious as to see like you you, you bring up a good little uh, <laughs> you know what I mean like you bring up a good little point there, uh, Deej. So I'm now, now I'm actually, I'm kind of curious since now we're more, I think we're more accepting now of tragedy and dark endings. What do you guys think? Yeah, hell yeah. You know what movie really changed that for me? The Mist. Yeah, that was a dark one. That, that thing, I think after that movie, there was like a turning point in cinema where it was like, you know what? Fuck this happy ending bullshit. Let's shoot some kids in the head. Let's fucking yeah. Let's let's fucking dome our entire family with a fucking three fifty seven. Why not? It was yeah. a thirty eight. Don't tell me. It was a thirty eight. It was a thirty eight. Yeah. yeah. It was a shut up. Okay. <laughs> I'm just I'm just saying we're we're backing we're backing DJ. On his Stranger Things, yeah, fuck them kids, kill them kids, yeah, fuck them. Kids. <laughs> Congratulations, DJ, you've infected us yes. with your children murdering ways. My apologies, ladies and gentlemen, I did not mean to say that. He meant to say it. He totally meant to say it. He totally fucking meant to say it. Fucking lie to us. We're your brothers. <laughs> so, DJ, please. Actually, one second, I'll be right back. Okay, I'll take it then. Evans may be... So you read it. Yeah, Evans may be best known as a good-mannered Captain America, but recently played a dirtbag trust fund heir in Ryan Johnson's thriller Knives Out. Egerton, Johansson, and Porter are coming off a critically acclaimed 2019 that saw Egerton play Elton John and Rocketman. Johansson earning raise for her performance in Marriage Story and Jojo Rabbit. 
and Porter winning an Emmy Award for the FX series Pose, which has been renewed for a third season. The writers of Little Shop of Horrors musical eventually went to Disney to work on The Little Mermaid, Aladdin, and Beauty and the Beast. All three of those movies placed in the top five of IGN's best Disney movies. Wow. So the animators went on to do pretty good work. The writers, the music writers, yeah. Yeah. So, wow. 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 <laughs> I like how everybody here is like, I don't want, I don't want him to. Like, everybody's agreeing, like, in the comments, is like, I don't want him to play school. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I kind of feel a little bit better about well, that. Well, there you go, Matt. People agree with you. I, I kind of feel a little better. Like, a little better. <laughs> People in the comments are like, I don't want him to. Squirrels, come back. Oh, shit. Let's move on to the next story because our black guy is gone, so we'll talk about diversity for a second. Marvel's Can Kevin Feig. Uh, oh, yeah, talk about diversity after I was gone. He just killed something. He just murdered someone in his room. Okay, I'm out of here for real. <laughs> what the fuck was that? Whose microphone was that? That was mine. I'm sorry. I dropped my phone. <laughs> oh, Jesus I thought it was DJ. I was like, he just murdered someone. That's why he had his shit on mute. <laughs> mute your shit. <laughs> just because I falsely... Well, in another universe, of course, but, you know, say I kill those kids. I would never do that. You totally do that. I still apologize for no, that. I did not mean no, that. No, you don't. I'm going to start. I'm going to be the more reclusive DJ. No, now. he's lying. He's lying. I'm gonna be, I won't so, talk as much anymore. Yes, you are. So Marvel's Kevin Feige almost quit over a lack of diversity while making Avengers, says Mark Ruffalo. He changed the whole Marvel universe. So let's see here. Mark, Fuller, Mark <laughs> Ruffalo revealed that the Marvel boss, Kevin Feige, almost quit while making the Avengers due to the lack of diversity and representation within the superhero franchise. In an interview with The Independent, Ruffalo, who has played Bruce Banner in his Ultra Eagle Hulk since 2012, recalled an early conversation that he had with Feig in which the MCU Helmer admitted he might not be around for much longer as he planned to talk to Disney about the issue of why there were no female-led superhero movies. I don't think that's more of diversity. I think that's a, why aren't we cashing in on this market kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Pretty much. So, Deej, please. When did the first uh, when did the first Avengers Kevin Feige told me listen uh, what what the hell Okay Okay he said Okay this is badly worded really badly worded Okay okay uh, basically Kevin Feige is having you know is uh you know it's like you know where's the diversity and all that crap this is terribly worded people Alright, so essentially he said, I'm going to quit if there's not more there's, there's not more superhero females. And so, they're saying that he won. Uh, and then of all of them, you have to choose Captain, yeah, freaking okay. Captain Marvel. Where was the freaking Black Widow movie when the thing was hot? Yeah, I agree. Alright, so let's take a look here. So, alright, Deej, try that one. Uh, here's hoping. Ke uh, Kevin wanted black superheroes, women. Uh, okay, Kevin wanted black superheroes, women superheroes, LGBT superheroes. He said, 
He changed the whole Marvel universe. We now have a gay superhero on the way. We have a we have black superheroes. We have female superheroes. Scarlett Johansson has her movie coming out. We have Captain Marvel. They are doing She-Hulk next. Keep going. They got a little bit more right here. Fucking SJW shit. I hate it so much. Mm. No other studio is being inclusive on that level. They, uh, but they have to though. This is the effing world. No, uh-huh. this is your freaking world. I'm sorry, dude. Know, this is movies, <sighs> bro. Okay, so hold on. Let's break this shit down one by one and disprove every fucking point of this. Okay. We now have a gay superhero. Um, we already know that the, the, the current Captain America is LGBT-friendly and he's bisexual. So that's out the window. As well as Scarlett Johansson is bi... Uh, Scarlett Johansson's Black Widow bi- is bisexual. bisexual. Uh, Thor is pansexual. Deadpool is pansexual. <laughs> Deadpool's pansexual, yes. So, out the way. Kevin we Feig have- is a fucking idiot. We have black superheroes now. Black Panther. Hashtag not my fucking blade, bro. Blade. Well, Blade's not really a superhero. He's just a vampire. He's a superhero. He has the yeah, Marvel no, title. Nah, yeah, no, no. Technically, no. He is technically a superhero. He is classified as a hero in to Marvel. So, like, he's, he's a fucking vampire. He's just a vampire. Literally a vampire. He's not. He's a. He's a. He's a half blood. But anyway, either way, he's classified as a superhero. He's not classified as human. Okay, so Black Panther, we also have Black Panther, but he's been around for fucking ever. We had, um, who was it? Um, Mark something. He played Steel in DC. Well, I think we, we think we should keep it to Marvel. What do you think? Okay, fine. Um, yeah, let's keep it to Marvel. He's Luke a tech Cage. Marvelous Luke uh, Cage. Yeah. We got Falcon, I guess, but he's we a sidekick. Well, he's, he, was a, he was a main star for a long run in the comics. But yeah, we got Luke Cage. We have diversity. We have f- female superheroes. I don't even want to run down that fucking list. Like, just because you don't I'm consider sorry, but this them. This is just your typical SJW bullshit, and I don't like it. I, I don't. Just, it just pisses me off. I don't know. I don't know if they, like, God damn it. Because, like, okay, we're consumers, right? Like, we're, we're the consumers. We're the ones that look at the broader, the broader picture. These are the, these are the people making it. So I don't mm-hmm. think they actually have the scope that we have. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So maybe, I mean, we have female superheroes. Dude, fucking Wonder Woman was the best thing to come out of the DCU in the last 10 years. Except True. For, except for Birds of Prey. Birds of Prey was actually really fucking good as well. But those are both superhero female-led movies. And a supervillain and a superhero-led <laughs> movies. But, like, maybe that's what it is, is that they just don't have the fucking scope. You know what I mean? Maybe. 
Yeah, perhaps. Well, they better get the scope because it's getting a, it's getting an audience's nerves. It's getting to the point where people don't even bother going to these type of movies anymore. I mean, Birds of Prey, you know, you said it was good. It had nothing to do with... Uh, but the fucking flopped financially. Yeah, exactly. You know, it had nothing to do with SAW or anything, but the stigma no, but is, like, so ingrained in culture that was that because of the like, coronavirus. Remember, it was the coronavirus. Oh, oh I, I, my apologies. I, I, I retract everything I said. That's right. It's the coronavirus fault. Never mind. I mean, I, I can't... Yeah, bitch. I can't not i cannot say either part is false i can't say it you know what i mean i i can't say that yes uh because it was a female led cast and it was a female centric story everybody automatically assumed that there was going to be some sjw bullshit in it i also cannot say that it's untrue that the coronavirus did tank this shit because if we Whatever. look at the if we look at the timeline i think kevin feig is a fucking idiot though I, I, I'm not, I'm playing devil's advocate on this one. I really am. No. Because we know the sexual, because we as nerds, as people who are not making this shit, we know the sexuality of several of these characters. Yeah, dude. So, Feig isn't dealing with lore. He's dealing with what can be made. I mean, fucking, literally... <laughs> uh, Vision is non-binary. He ha- literally has no gender. Uh, yeah, he's he's a fucking AI brought to life. And Loki can switch between genders. He's gender fluid. Yeah, yeah, sev- yeah, he has uh, several yeah. kids, and most of them are when he's a. Yeah, most of them are when he's female. But if that's the case, the feet better pick up a comic book and actually learn the material he's actually supposed to be basing movies off of. And 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 like I said, I. I I think that I think that's just what it is. I think and he's dealing with properties and not lore. You know yeah. what I mean? And once again, people, this is why you research before you jump into something. Mm-hmm. And and, and I have to I have to be, agree. Yeah, you know, it's like you know, it's like should be basic. You know, know your shit before you start before you take the plunge. And no, I agree with that. I one hundred one million percent agree with that. The idea that you know you need to learn, you need to know your lore. Before you make an ass of yourself saying shit like this. Yep. So, it's just... But, like I said, I, I, I play the devil's advocate, and I think the guy is dealing with properties, not lore. And I think that's why he ends up making an ass of himself. Speaking of making an ass of himself, though, Macaulay Culkin has been cast for the season 10 of American Horror Story. Weren't they supposed to cancel this fucking show already? Dude. This show's, dude, this show's popular, dude. It's very popular. Yeah. Uh, and the thing is, in the way it's structured, technically speaking, they can literally go on forever. I forever. can. So, yeah. Why do you hate it so much? So, not that I hate it. Honestly, I just think that it Sounds is. Like you fucking hate it. No, it is extraordinarily overhyped. I saw, uh, I saw. I saw a lot of things. I saw two seasons of it. I saw the first season, which I was not impressed by. And then I saw the season with the carnival, which mm-hmm. the best part of the whole fucking series was Neil Patrick Harris being on there for, I think it was like two or three episodes. Well, that's the beauty of it. Watch other seasons. They're all self-contained stories. Yeah, I'm yeah, good. With the same oh, yeah. so, so each one is different. So, you know, you can't judge the whole thing as a whole because it's literally like, here's a story. Here's a story. Here's a story. Here's a story. It's why this thing can go on forever. It's literally all self-contained. I get, I get it. I understand that. I, uh, I'm just like, um, 
I'm 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 looking at this like like as a writer, right? As a writer, oh, yeah. as a director, as as somebody who's had to get stories out, especially when you when when you have uh, this kind of rotating cast and this kind of constant casting. What what they've done with it, like it served its purpose, but I have no interest of it. Like what they did with uh with uh what what, what the fuck was his name Twisty or whatever the clown. You know what I mean? The guy with the Which mask one? on. Oh yeah 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 yeah. No, that was a that wasn't a that wasn't a capitulation. That was like one full solid story. Well, the thing is, is that you know, like uh, it, like I I saw part of that with that season and I saw how much it was just overblown right and and the clown was just this small part but all of a sudden oh we all have to watch American Horror Story because of what's gonna happen with Twisty the Clown oh my god it's so fucking incredible and I'm just I'm sitting here and so I watched the fucking season and I'm like this motherfucker is maybe in three episodes and this and everybody's just like oh my god best fucking thing ever ever yeah for real though and like yeah. Neil Patrick Harris gets looked over for this fucking clown and this twink who wants to be a murderer. And I'm like, oh, Neil Patrick yeah. Harris gave this incredible performance, this really heart-rending fucking performance for, for doing what he did. And we're sitting here, you're sitting here as a media and as fans, and you're obsessing over a twink and a clown. Go fuck yourselves. Okay, yeah. calm down, bro. Not everybody has to fucking see everything the way you do, man. Like, yeah, relax. Different fucking perspective. It doesn't mean the show is trash. It just means that you don't agree with it. Yeah, That's exactly. literally. This is all my opinion. This is literally all my opinion. Has nothing to do. Like, you can love the show. Objectively speaking, everybody can do whatever I the fuck they want with actually. it. I don't like it, and for well, for I, I swear. <laughs> that it was cancelled after the last season because it was just getting too expensive to make. But oh, I guess geez. fucking not. Yeah, you can't stop it. Although I, I do want to see the last season because it had like that slasher 80s thing. Oh, 1984. Really yeah, yeah, I, I was a sucker for that kind of stuff. So I'm, well, I'm, I mean, I'm going to watch at least that season. The season before that was all about politics. So, Dude. I mean, I that's just... perfect for a horror story. <laughs> What's worse? <laughs> you know, like I just I don't know, I don't know exactly, dude. That's the that's that's the series spike right there. Politics, dude. That's it. <sighs> but like Fuck. series finale, American Horror Stories, fucking House of Cards version. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Kevin like, Spacey plays himself. Oh no, no, <laughs> Kevin, no. <laughs> I'm telling you, dude, like at, at the season for uh, in the season finale, like no, there's no series finale. It's like it's Donald Trump is president. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> and oh god, perfect, like perfect, greatest show ever, completely realistic. I'm not gonna lie, that would that would that would get a giggle out of me. <laughs> like that that would get a giggle out of me. Like they just ended it like with Trump being president. Donnie like, J fucking jingles. <laughs> Donnie Jingles over here is president, bro. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, man. Oh, God. That would be horrible, though. I mean, like, congratulations to Macaulay Culkin. 
uh, I, I know the guy, he's been working hard. He's been doing a lot of weird stuff. And he has his own podcast, I think, too. Stop smoking meth. That's the best part about it all. He got sober. Yeah, he got sober. So congratulations yeah. to him. I saw, I saw your band when you were doing meth. You look kind of weird, bro. Uh, you know, so, yeah, yeah, it's good that he's making that comeback. And, it is. You know, it'd be good to see him on, on the screen again. So the I mean, I'll probably watch the first couple episodes. Don't come back with the meth. <laughs> Stay away from the math. No, no. Yeah, math. don't do math. No math, Mister Culkin. Please. So, the Matrix Four filming has caused explosive damage in San Francisco. Good. And I'm all about it, baby. <laughs> Whoa! Let's do this. Wait, wait. Because the Matrix Four or San Francisco being destroyed? Yes. Yes. Oh damn. <laughs> You got double teamed. Yeah, you got casting couched. As the Matrix 4 uh, filming continues, a particularly large set explosion caused some minor damage and irritates some San Francisco locals. Get fucked. You're in movie land. So, Why do you guys hate San Francisco? I mean, I'm just. They're curious. filming too loud. That. I don't. I don't like it. What? <laughs> that. That. That's why we hate it. Like, you're literally living in movie land, people, and, like, so many fucking productions have been shut down because of people complaining. Like, fuck off. Okay, well, I'm not going to be honest here. My, my, um, well, a person that I knew <clears throat> lived in fucking San Diego, and she would say that, like, yeah, they would always be filming, like, movies outside of her, of her house and stuff like using the streets and stuff because she would she lived in that cusp like right next to downtown right so like yeah like she would just say like like they get loud sometimes building the sets and like fucking using all the effects and stuff like sometimes it can get pretty fucking noisy so i don't know they better better move then or something but that's what i mean it's like it's like okay so a while ago i, I think it was in the 90s you can back me up on this. I think it was the nineties when several companies tried to get together and buy out buy a plot of, a plot of land way outside the city limits so they could do weird and crazy shit with. And California was like, no. <laughs> and I think actually, and I think actually that's what led to the Matrix being filmed in Australia because in Australia they literally built like four fucking city blocks for the Matrix sequels. Well, in Australia, you know, a, a plot of land where you could do a bunch of crazy shit, dude, that's just Australia. So, <laughs> they were like, you know, come over, man. <laughs> like, what do you mean? Like, just bring some fucking beers and... Some beers? Some... Yeah. But, I mean, like, uh, but I, I think that's actually... And, and do, you, do you remember this story, right? Because it was Fox Films, it was Sony Films, and it was two other companies at the time that tried to do this. Do you remember that, Deej? Yeah, I think I remember hearing hearing about that. Like, because people just you know, kept complaining and complaining. So, like, okay, fine, we'll just buy this huge pot of land. We'll do our thing here, and we won't bother you anymore. Well, so the next time y'all complain, guess what? Your government screwed you. Yeah, your state screwed you. So let's take a look at this. The Metric 4 filming has caused explosive damage in San Francisco during what appears to be a high-intensity action scene. Ooh, hold on a sec. I got a cough. Uh, mustard, take over. What? What? 
the oh uh the new science sci-fi action sequel has only recently begun filming but so far things have gotten quite intense the original matrix film was a smash hit when it arrived back in 1999 Ooh. elevating the sci-fi genre to the new level paving the way for future-minded and bending films like inception and source code though the keanu reeves led hit experienced international acclaim awards future films franchise didn't fare as well so I'll just stop there yeah uh, Deej, could you please? I feel like I'm in school again, reading aloud. Freaking trust. Both Matrix sequels currently perform well at the box office, but the degree to which they impressed fans didn't quite hit the same mark as the original 1999 film. Today, many fans of the original film don't speak highly of this of its sequels, despite there be uh, but there still being much interest in the franchise. In fact. It is because of that ongoing interest in the Matrix that, that a fourth film has suddenly became a reality. Yeah, I'm telling you, I, I still remember, like, the opening weekend, like, the third Matrix film had, like, over 100 million, then it all just kind of, like, slowed to a crawl. Mm-hmm. <sighs> and, I, I, and I was actually dead, I was like, why? It's like, why would it, like, this thing was going so hot, why would it be, like, automatically be dead for the rest of its, uh, for the rest of its box run. office run? So this took many by surprise, yeah. given the fact that the Matrix directing duo, the Wachowskis, had previously stated they had that no interest in returning to the series. As it turned out, fans ended up getting one half of the original filmmaking team back on board when Lana Wachowski signed on to direct that will be the Matrix 4. Now, here's the fucking problem with all of this. Uh, I'm going to say it. The second and third movies in the Matrix were just as fucking good as the first one. And what came in between was just as good as the first mm. one as well. Fight me. What? I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna say it. Fight me. Fight me. Fuck you. What? I'm not gonna fuck you. <laughs> what the bro? For anybody out there who wants to disagree with me, you better have some good goddamn points. I don't give a shit, dude. Honestly, I'm not even a huge like fan of this franchise to begin with. So, like, I am. I had the fucking coat. That was that that's, much of a great. fucking weirdo. That's great. Don't you Rick Grimes me, piece of I'm shit. I'm gonna fucking Rick Grimes you every don't time. Don't you bro. fucking Rick Grimes me, motherfucker. I can break Grimes you whenever the fuck I feel like it, bro. Fucking asshole. You know what? Just for that, I got something for you. So let's do that. And move on. So I've watched... Wait, I mean, I still wanted to watch... um, I still wanted to talk about something real quick. What's up? Y'all need to watch the series... uh, What? The Trials of Gabriel Fernandez or whatever? No. Why not? Wait, is that the one with the football player? No, that's Aaron Hernandez. Uh, okay. <laughs> no, I said Gabriel Fernandez. That's Gabriel. That's that's Aaron Hernandez. Like it's two different people. Go, go on. Anyways, so the basically it's about like okay. So first off, give me give me your immediate fucking rejection. Why? Why is why is that an automatic no? I haven't even heard of it. That's why. Okay, well, if you think it's some serial killer culture bullshit, after I explain it, I swear to God, I'm going to be so mad at you. What is it? Anyways, Trial of Gabriel Fernandez is about this eight-year-old kid in Los Angeles that got fucking brutally murdered by his mom and her boyfriend. And, like, the injuries were so fucking severe that he was the, the it was literally like one of the first death penalty cases in California the last like 30 years like the first one what wow. the hell yeah like this this mom and her boyfriend like brutally fucking tortured and murdered an 8-year-old little kid for like what? 8 months over a period of 8 months yeah i heard about why? this why i don't know 
Uh, and, um, if it's the case I'm thinking of, I know why. Well, it's not a well, case of why they did it. It's a case of, like, they only had... they. She only had custody of him for welfare checks. Like, that's how much she cared about the kid. The kid was floating around between his uncle and grandparents' houses. Yeah, but once she learned yeah. that she could fucking make money off of him through welfare, she wanted him to stay full-time, thus began torturing him with her boyfriend, and then he died in eight months after staying with her. Yeah, well, that's, that's just it. I mean, if you don't care about the kid, fine, whatever. Like, 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 yeah, ignore him or something. You don't actively. Oh, they did. The boy, they did. He was he was half starved. That's what they actually. One of the reasons he passed him, away was because he was malnourished. Litter. Yeah, he was malnourished. They fed him cat litter. Okay, they, they didn't find anything in his fucking stomach except cat litter and sand. They made him eat cat litter. Oh my gosh. Or or was it just that desperate? I no, they one. made him eat cat litter, bro. Oh. Dude, yeah, yeah. So it's like I know it's that literally case. like the case going down into details about it and shit, and like, like I know how, that case. how it happened. I have, I have no interest in exploring it further. Why not? Because <sighs> I know I know all the details of it. Like I, I have no fucking want to sit here and listen to some psychologist try to profile these two pieces of you shit. Know, that's that's the fucking thing is that you think you know everything. So you just ruin everything for yourself. That's what sucks. You know what I mean? Like you can actually learn something about this case. Like did you know that the fucking two idiots thought they would that he was gay because of his gay uncles that were taking care of him? Yes. Yes really? dude, I knew that, yes. I know this fucking case. I know exactly what you're talking about. That was also part of the reason that they mistreated him. Like I know a lot about that fucking case. Because it's popped up on my timeline several times. All right. Like I have, I just, I'm sorry, dude. Like I, I, I get, I get that you're interested in that kind of shit. I'm not. I have like no fucking interest in it. Okay. Hmm. Just take your own advice. What? Oh, nothing. Mm. What the fuck? What? <laughs> I'm sure you'll get it eventually. I'm but not. in the meantime, I'm trying to read about this because I think I am going to freaking watch this. Holy shit. What? The Trials. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, I'm, I'm good. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's on Netflix. But Ugh. I promised I'd bring you guys more things to torture you with. And so I have. I hope you're ready for the... Uh, Wonderful stylings of Gothic King Cobra JFS. I did steal this from the Drunken Peasants, like I've stolen several other things, but I have no shame in admitting that. Those guys are awesome. So, I've already shown this to Mustard, but he's on the show and he has to listen to it again. Are you guys ready? Get it over with. I thought you left the call for a second. I was like, this motherfucker. <laughs> Here we go. Now hold on, hold on. Before we get started, how easy is the timing for this song? Just play the fucking clip, dude. I walk a lonely road, the only one that I have ever known. Don't know where it goes, but it's home to me and I walk alone. Why do people do this? 
I want this empty street on the boulevard of broken dreams where the city sleeps and only one I walk alone. I sound just like Mindy when I sing. I walk alone. What did he say? I'm not bragging. I'm just saying. He said he sounds oh. just like Green Day when he sings. He's not bragging. He's just saying. Oh, oh man, oh boy. Sometimes I wish someone there was me. <laughs> Till then I walk along. I'm walking down the you know, the more you look at the backdrop, the more you start to figure out who this guy really is. Oh, dude, like, if he's whispering. If you were to look at this guy's videos, like, his whole collection of videos, you would be so wrong. I don't care. Oh. I want the love, I want the love. <laughs> Have you ever seen Ice JJ Fish, DJ? <laughs> oh, sorry, what? Listen, listen, this all that. My shallow heart's the only thing that's the end. Is this guy serious? Yes. Does he actually believe he's a This is not a work. This is not a troll. This dude is genuine. Yeah, like he has others. Yeah. Should we take a look at Hey There, Delilah? No! Yes. No! Oh, we're doing no! it. No! We're doing it. DJ, don't you move! I'm gonna freaking no. move! I can't! I can't! No. You I stay can't. right there! You stay right there! No! I had every girl in that bar checking me out. They didn't really approach me, but they were just kind of in awe, like, oh, damn. What? Hold on, rewind it. What? Yeah, yeah, let's go back to the beginning. I'm not shooting you. I went to karaoke night at a bar, and the bar was full of hot chicks. And I walk up on stage and sing Hey There, Delilah by the Plain White Tees. I had every girl in that bar checking me out. They didn't really approach me, but they were, they were just kind of in awe, like, oh, damn. I do can say. No, he's like, oh, dang. Your eyes, like, looking to the right. <laughs> Was full of hot chicks, huh? Full of them. Hey there, Delilah, what's it like in New York City? I'm a thousand miles away. Dude, this has to be a work. So this has to be. It's not. It's not. It's it's not. not. Times Square can shine as bright as you. <laughs> I swear it's true. <laughs> hey there, Delilah, I don't worry about the distance. I'm right here with you, get lonely. Song and listen, close your eyes. Listen to my voice, it's my sounds, sounds just like him, dude. My oh, what you do to me? 
I just want to hear one part, hold on. I've got so much left to save Every simple song would tell you You would take your breath away I'd write it all <laughs> Even more in love with me You'd fall We have it all hey. Oh, what you do to me Oh, God, did he just leave? We lost the black guy. We lost it. <laughs> Get him back. Get him back. Get back here. <sighs> and the worst part is, it's not a work. It's not a work. It's not a work. Welcome back, brother. You, I, could, I could hear you convulsing. Are you okay? Fuck <laughs> you. I can't. It's not a work. Hey, how, can a you, work. how can you be so fucking unappreciative of this man singing voice? <laughs> <laughs> I can't fucking say Jesus Christ. Fuck you. Fuck you. You're such a piece of shit, DJ. <laughs> Piece of shit that says fuck you all, fuck the world, fuck life, fuck. Uh, here's here's the worst part. You know you know what's gonna you know what's gonna kill you. What's gonna absolutely wipe you the fuck out? Are you ready for this? This dude makes money on YouTube. He actually showed his AdSense one time in a video. He showed how much money he's made in less than a month. He made over a thousand eight hundred dollars. On YouTube doing this shit. I believe it. hundred percent. I think I think DJ's. People get paid on YouTube for doing a lot less. DJ, are you okay? You know <laughs> I'm a thousand miles away, but girl, I wanna see some titty. Yes, I do. <laughs> Pick up that phone and send some nudes. <laughs> 57 subscribers. Comments, he made 1,800. No, 57 subscribers. Oh, yeah, no. I, I think this is a repost. I think this is a repost channel because he deletes a lot of these. Gee. There's the shocker of the century. <laughs> I'm not bragging. I'm just saying. I'm not bragging. I'm just saying. Where's the comments? I I I need to. Uh, what, right, let's what do take a people look at, say? Let's take a look at this. This version is orgasmic, especially when he mumbles through some of the words in that sexy voice cracking. God, he's amazing. That's what's up. Uh, damn, this guy can sing. Voice of an angel. Hey there, autism. Ooh, what you do to me? <laughs> no kidding. I think this is better than the original. Great cover, except for the vocalist. No kidding. Uh, I think this is. Yeah, he has fans. Bro, he has legit fans. 
Poor dude, he actually believes it. Yeah, I could have get you for my kid's birthday. Um, can I get you my kid's birthday? Yeah. I can't unhear what has been heard. I think that's DJ's stance right now. Look at this guy. Is this real? Jesus Christ, man. Yes, he's being serious. You tell us. Does the electricity in your heart fill you with to the brim and make you feel like life is too beautiful? Because that's real. Goth as fuck, so goth. This guy has legit fans. Like this guy has legit fans, and he makes over a thousand dollars a month on YouTube. And okay, I want to be Gothic King Cobra JFS when I grow up. <laughs> oh, I want to sound just like Green Day, bro. I want to click another one, but I'm not gonna. I'm gonna. No, we have to. We have to. We. This is. This is like. This is like strychnine. We can only have a little bit at a time. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Has DJ ever heard of Ice JJ Fish? I don't know. Uh, I think he has. I'm like fairly certain he has. DJ, have you heard this one? DJ. Put it up. Put it up. Yes. Yes. No, 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 you lie. You're gonna do it anyway. I want this to. is another. No, this is another no. one that's not a work. He legitimately thinks he's not a work. Well, not a work. That was nice. I legitimately think that was the fastest <laughs> I've ever seen somebody be. That was a hard nope. <laughs> he brought it on himself. He brought it on himself. He tried to lie to us. And he tried. <laughs> Didn't work. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I, you know, I have to admit... After hearing the first two seconds of that, <laughs> I can at least say I can sit through. You deserve an Oscar. <laughs> I, I want you to hear a little bit more. No, ah, uh, ah, uh, uh, no, 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 no. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hear me out. 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 With, with, I want you to hear a little bit more. Just. For brevity, I, I literally just want you to hear a little bit more. I'm talking about 10 seconds. 10 seconds. I will count it down just for brevity. So you understand the gravity of this song and the idea think- that this is not a work. It's not a work. Like you want to believe it's a work. It's not. This dude does this legitimately. So yes, ten, he's ten actually more. signed with a label and all that too. Yeah, ten seconds. Seven ten seconds. Million views. Yeah, seven ten million fucking views, dude. All right, ready? Count it down. There. Music is dead. 
pretty some mighty big accusations there, DJ. No, it's dead. It's dead. <laughs> it's not even on life support. It's dead. He's like, how does this motherfucker get seven million when we like when we shot a perfectly good music video with music that was actually listenable? We only had like thirteen hundred. I'm sad. Makes me sad. And the thing I is, I have a feeling that this. I think that this is only the views for the chicks. No, no. This guy uh, was uh, on. Wait, wait. This guy was on MTV. This guy was on VH1. He did shows he did with uh, Billy the Fridge. Um, he the did cat, collaborations with like yeah. with Tyler the Creator and all that. The cat is legit. He, he he. This is not a work. Oh my gosh! I gotta I gotta look this up. Ice JJ Fish, dude. Yeah. Let's see. Hold on. Over almost seven hundred thousand subscribers, two thousand views. Oh, we're at two thousand. Hey, nice. That makes me happy. <clears throat> One of the read-alongs we did on uh, on DJ's channel just passed, I think, fourteen hundred or fifteen hundred views. No, oh, two thousand views, right? DJ. Hold on, I, I I'm reading about this guy. As JJ one. Fish, yes. <laughs> his his name sounds how his voice sounds. Disjointed. Ice JJ Fish, yeah. Uh, come back to us, DJ. Come on, we're almost done with the show. You can you can lament about this in the post show. Oh, okay. Wow, this guy really has. This guy really, really has. A following, a fan base, yeah. Mm-hmm. A big one, apparently. Yeah. Just like the other guy. Yeah, just like uh, King Cobra JFS. Uh, so, Corns, Brian, Head Welch. Gentlemen, opens- we, we, we have to make a YouTube channel and do crappy uh, sing-alongs. Oh, dude, I'm down. I'm fucking down, bro. Uh, you I'm know fucking what? down. I'll, I'll, we'll, we'll table that for a second. Uh, opens wellness centers inspired by recovery. After battling addiction, depression... And several other things. Guitarist opens facilities that provide salt water floating, cryotherapy, and more. But he has rejoined Corn, and that's all I really give a fuck about. In other words, he's rich. Yay! Another rich person. <laughs> In 2004, uh, 2005, founding member Head was in a dark place. He was worn out from years of touring, struggling with addiction, depression, and suicidal thoughts, as well as alcoholism. He left the band and went through a long period of recovery, which was featured in the Showtime documentary uh, Loud Crazy Love. He rejoined Korn in 2013. But then he found God and then became all fucking lame, dude. Well, that's just it. Between 2005 and 2013... He went on a really fundamentalist Christian thing and started taking shots at Jonathan Davis because Jonathan Davis yeah. is an anti-theist. He's yeah. a, he's not an atheist. He's an anti-theist. <clears throat> oh, oh! Don't forget the best part about you know, his uh, Christian binge when he tried to go after uh, Fifty Cent. Fifty Cent actually well. called yeah, him yeah, out. Yeah, 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 I remember that. So. Head made a lot of mistakes, and you know, like being this really weird fundamentalist person, like was like it, 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 I don't want to like like the the religion has little to do with what happened, but we found out later that the person he was I guess following or learning from is one of these people that likes to try to get clout by 
uh, pointing at other performers and trying to start, you know, Twitter feuds and shit like that. However, I think what shut the whole fucking thing down was that after years of taking shots at Jonathan, Jonathan didn't respond until he wrote a letter. And he wrote one letter, directed it to Head, and then published it, which he was saying, like, you've lost yourself, bro. Like, what you're doing right now is it's not even healthy. He was like, yeah, I've beaten addiction too. We all have. But you're fucking up. And I think that was what shut it down because even 50 Cent was like, uh, you're a little weird, bro. <laughs> I'm not, I don't think even 50 Cent even like. No, he responded. Answered. He, he did. Oh. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he, 50 Cent was like, I, I don't know this dude and I don't want to know this dude. He's weird. Literally, that's what he said. <clears throat> so let's see here. Uh,. All right, yeah, let's go ahead and do that. Uh, DJ, please, since you've left the call the most. <laughs> and I'll do it again. <laughs> now Welsh is trying to help others going through similar struggles. Wednesday, he launched Zivel, or Ziv, or Zivel? Zivel, Zivel, whatever. Yeah, he launched this, a performance and recovery suite in the interest of helping uh, people function at their best. The facility was inspired by the constant fatigue to, uh, fatigue touring musicians experience and will focus on physical, mental and emotional well-being. According uh, the spa like center has opened its first locations in Bakersfield, California and Nashville, Tennessee, with more planned. Hey, well, Bakersfield, that's, good. that's where they're from. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah. Might as well start, might as well start, uh, start your own home base, start, right? Start in the backyard. <clears throat> All right, uh, so, Mustard? I consider myself extremely blessed to have made a whole body, mind, and spirit. Ugh. And I've devoted my, my life to help others find the healing they deserve. Watch that. The most exciting thing for me about Zavell is that our services can help revitalize every part of a person's life, body, mind, and spirit, which, again, is what I feel is my life's purpose. I don't like this guy. I haven't liked this guy in years. Welch formed the facility with Dr. Matt O'Neill, a physician therapist who started working for Corn in 2017. O'Neill saw the toll that Tori takes on the body and introduced Welch uh, to treatment that included saltwater floating, which gives patients uh, into a saltwater tank. Yes, we know what the fuck that is, you idiot. <clears throat> it will be one of the services. Others include cryotherapy, infrared sauna, oxygen... Oh, my fucking... It's all woo! It's all fake fucking bullshit. It's wellness bullshit. Mm-hmm. Fuck! Is, that doctor is probably a shaman. That's God, all I need. Damn to it, help dude. you with your spiritual journey. That's right. Fucking hate this bullshit, dude. Can we just move, can we move on, please? For sake. We'll move on. So well, the like, biggest, the, well, the biggest thing right here to take away is that Head's back in corn, and corn's now complete again. No. But yeah, well, even though he's still just, like, yeah, that fucking last. Yeah, I mean, like, let, let him do it. it, it, it it's his money. Like, let him do what he wants. But the All right. but the important thing is that he's back with corn, and that's what matters. Let's take a look at this motherfucker right here. I'm actually, <laughs> Doctor. Uh oh, Matt O'Neill, you've reached the dead center. Yeah, you've gotten on my fucking radar, you woo peddling motherfucker. <laughs> Excuse me. Talking about Wu Tang. Wu Tang. Ah, Zephyl, there it is. <clears throat> Come on. Let's go. All right. Here we go. President and co-founder, Dr. Matthew O'Neill. Uh, Dr. Matthew O'Neill graduated in 2003 from Crichton University with his doctorate in physical therapy. 
doesn't, that's really vague. In 2004, here, his wife, Sarah, founded the Alpha Rehabilitation PC and Ernest and Kearney, uh, what? They have since grown the business to employ more than 15 people. 15 people, wow. And become the regional leaders in rehabilitation for all ages. During this time, Matt also founded the Midwest WorkWise, a consulting firm that focused on educating and leading national businesses and university programs. So he's, this guy, what? Wow. Wow. In 2018, he founded Harbor and Floats Massage to provide health improvement services to the central Nebraska region. This guy's legit. Well, with his doctorate in physical therapy, but what was his specialty? Oh, there he is. Yeah, that's Head. We all know who Head is. Yeah, I know, but he's, he's leeching. He's like, he's like, yeah, see who I got under my care. I got Head. Okay, but hold on. Why? Wow, not right. <laughs> uh, like, hold on. Mustard, back me up on this, right? Like, the idea of physical therapy, that's a very vague term without actually listing his specialty. Am I, am I wrong in that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that could mean anything. Physical therapy is, could literally mean anything. Wait, check out the university that he supposedly graduated from with a doctorate. Creighton University. I'm, we're sorry, yeah. folks, but, like, honestly, this kind of thing... We're we're against woo. We're against alternate medicine, alternative medicine. Uh, Christ, there it is, right there. Fuck me, god damn it, son of a bitch. <sighs> the best online it's an online college. Carrington University is a Jesuit Catholic university bridging health, law, business, and the arts science. Okay, world. I'm out. I'm out. Is it wait, is, is, is it accredited though? My my brain is out. That's the big thing. Is it accredited? Because if it's accredited, Fuck, then... Okay, no. Bullshit. That's not the fucking big thing. Because schools with, that you can major in fucking Klingon are accredited. Okay, DJ? Yeah, Fuck out of here with accreditability. Yeah, that's not much. <laughs> Grant University is a yeah. private Jesuit university in Omaha, Nebraska, founded by the Society of Jesus in 1878. The university is accredited by the Higher Learning Commission, which doesn't mean much. The university enrolls 8,393 graduate and undergraduate students on a 140-acre campus just outside of Omaha's downtown 383 students, dude? That's lower. That's fucking smaller than my high school. 8,393. Oh, 8,000. Oh, okay, never mind. That's about the size of your high school. <laughs> no, cathedral? We had like 500 kids in the class? 500 kids in the whole school. Sorry. Bask in its glory, gentlemen. Oh, this is all fucking woo, bro. This is all woo. This is all fucking just... just You have to align your chakras and get your inner peace uh, flowing. But that's weird. Like, how can an online school teach physical therapy? They have a campus. However, I mean, okay, College of Arts and Sciences. I doubt that. Hyder of Hyder College of Business, College of Nursing, School of Dentistry, Medicine, Physical Therapy, School of Law, Graduate School, College of Professional Studies, and Reserve ROTC. Yeah, that's like a full fucking university, and acceptance rating is seventy two point seven percent, which is pretty high, actually. Really high, really, really high for somebody to for a school that teaches medicine. Oh, there it is, though. Uh, I'm just, fancy. I am just, I'm just like I'm blown away by this bullshit because 
like literally the first fucking thing. Did you read that? It's a Jesuit university in Omaha, a private Jesuit you know what the, university. Do you know? Do you even know what a Jesuit is? I do. Please explain. Okay. Well, a Jesuit is like the are kind of like the the sector in the um, clergy where um, they handle the tougher things to deal with that the church doesn't really like to spread light on, like such as like demonic possessions and entities and stuff like that. And they focus more of like um, they're kind of like the defense against the dark arts version of the church. <laughs> I'm serious. I know you. Like, I, I know you. Like that. That was just a really yeah. good way of putting it. Yeah, yeah. That's that's what a Jesuit is. So I mean, honestly, for being a Jesuit in university, that is kind of cool if you're a Catholic. But if you're not like us, or me, at least me and Dead Man, then it really doesn't mean shit. It's still, just another stupid Christian university. Yeah. And the, I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> Although if that was real, I probably would join. It's like yo, here's a demon. Go slay it. Awesome. It is real. I mean, yeah. I mean, it is real. Well, but... they they believe it's real. They they believe this shit. So yeah. I mean, they they they're accredited through, but I mean, like 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 Mustard said. I mean, like, accreditation doesn't mean much right now. It doesn't, dude. It doesn't. Fucking like I said, you have universities where you can major in being a Jedi and majoring in Klingon, and they're accredited universities. So I'll, I'll get this whole fucking story for those of you who are, are who are wondering, like how the fuck we're tying this back to corner music. Uh, this is one of the things that got head into this weird cultish thing is woo is alternative huh? medicine and alternative medicine is a perfect word for it because it literally I, is just that. Yeah, like, like I, I I was under the impression that he'd given all that up and that he'd moved on. Apparently, I was wrong. So, this whole Very fucking wrong. thing of woo continues, and I, I've never been more disappointed in one of my idols than I have right now. My disappointment is immeasurable, and my day is ruined. My day is ruined. <laughs> <sighs> Man. <laughs> I'm just like, God damn it, dude. That brought me the and I will, fuck and I will down. S- and I will say it once, and I will say it again. I'll say it a thousand times. The worst part about recovering from drugs is becoming religious. Yeah. <sighs> like, that brought me down. God damn it. Dude, shit. Fuck. Let's get high with Ozzy. Ozzy Osbourne already oh. working on a follow-up to Ordinary Man. I don't see how I thought he was on his fucking deathbed and he wasn't making music anymore and now he's working on a follow-up. What the fuck is wrong with this? Ordinary man wasn't his last album after all. The fuck, dude. Oh, what the hell? Okay. Then he's just put it the fuck down, brother. (laughs) Hey, Deej, please. I'm making another album because while while I can't tour, I can make music. The Prince of Darkness has said to Reddit. Okay, so I see. Okay, I see what happens already. So he basically told him, your doctor, you told him, you can't tour, buddy. It's, it's kind of over for touring for you. So he was just like, fuck it. I'm going to get in the studio, and I'm just going to make all the fucking music I can before I croak. That, and I and I admire that. Uh, I, yeah, I can't, I can't fault him for that. I can't fault him for that at all. Uh, he says, what I learned from Ordinary Men is it got the juices flowing and people say they write the best songs when they're unhappy, and I was very unhappy last year. So he has canceled his tour. He, he's 
he's uh, he's contracted he almost contracted a fatal staph infection broke his neck we now know he has parkinson's this is all old news but the idea that he's now (laughs) that he's still working is a testament to him and he's not reliant on any fucking alternative medicine fuck what the (laughs) calm down well he might be he's just not very open about it which is exactly which is also fine don't yeah. take don't take that away from me. Don't try to take this away from me. I will I'm, hurt you. I'm taking it away from you. Fuck dude. you. I'm sorry. Fuck you. Yeah. Piece of shit. People have to tell you everything. <sighs> I hate you both so much right now. So let's get that. Start wrapping it up. So DJ, do me a big favor. We did not meet the five new subscribers uh, on Patreon to do the bonus thing with pointless discussions. However. We're still pushing forward. So let's go ahead and uh, DJ, tell them all about the Patreon, please. As soon as I can pull this fuck up. Come on. Yes, I will. Come on. There we go. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. Do you have too much income? No. (laughs) I mean, yes. Yo, know, do you just want to just throw it away? And just burn it to you know, just burn it to ash. How yes. does a how does a children of all age has it have the income? Don't what? ask questions. Exactly. Right. Don't ask questions. Right. You know, it's like seriously. I mean, did George Washington look at you funny? And you was like, I'm gonna fucking throw you in the trash, bitch. I wish he had. Well, well, instead of doing that, how about you send some of that money our way? Send some of that money to our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash VT network. But the thing is, is that instead of you get the, addis, the satisfaction of watching the dead presidents burn the ash and then flow in the wind like, <laughs> like, like turds in the wind, you'll be able to give it to us. But for, for the money, you actually get something back. Get three awesome tiers. At our lowest level, if you just give us one George Washington, you will get the blood tier. And with that, you will have the name of your choosing in the credits of every episode. I'm telling you, you know, that, that is a steal of a deal. Yeah. And the and the UAV tier, that's just three George Washingtons. <laughs> you will have the pre- the previous t- t- uh, tier, plus access to the post show, which releases every Wednesday. But of course, but if you, of course, if you want to fault Abe looking for freeing the slaves, check out our airstrike tier and show him what it's like and show him what it's like to be on the on the receiving end. Wait, and that's what? right. And with that, you get all the previous tier plus a uh, giveaway every three months, stickers each month. And show and, George uh, Bush how it's done. And, oh, that's right. Access to the monthly movie roast and give and give the great General Robert E. Lee a, pe- a piece of his mind as you throw Lincoln right away. Oh, my God. I mean, so if you if you ever if, if you ever got pissed off or no longer having slave labor, just give it to VT Network. That's right. That's Patreon. That's Patreon dot com forward slash VT Network. Can we use this? I have no fucking idea. <laughs> Where to go with this? I'm black, so we can use this. Yeah. So remember, that's patreon.com forward slash VT Network. Give us your money. Slap George Washington in the face or or, or bring a freaking Abe Lincoln to ash. But in other words, but as long as you send them our way, we'll take care of business. We always do. We always do. 
Okay, uh, the monthly movie review will be out today. Uh, uh, stickers will be going out tomorrow or today, Monday, whatever. Uh, for some reason, the delivery of the stickers was delayed by a few days due to weather. So I'm going to be a little bit late getting those out, but you are going to get them. They are an awesome design. I've shown you guys the design. It, they came out super wicked. Like, in the print, mm -hmm. super, super cool. So we're going to be getting those out to everybody. <sighs> but hey, if you don't get them, blame the coronavirus. Everyone else does. Yeah, why not? Uh, Mustard, please tell them how to talk to us. Well, on Twitter, um, which is probably the easiest way to contact us, you can you can get, get at us through BT Network and the number two. Um, tweet at us, fucking... Follow us, whatever. Share your favorite porn sites with us, please. Do what you want. Yeah. And then on um, Facebook, it's the same thing. VT Network number two. Um, we do have an email. VT Network eighty four at gmail dot com. As always, you can you know email us and literally tell Dead Man he's a bitch um, for being in such denial that Destiny is literally the same thing as a division. Fuck you. And, um, yeah, just come, com you know, come at us with your fucking comments and suggestions and we will not reply to you. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. We reply to everybody. Uh, thank you very much for that. Also tell them about your stream. I know you've uh, been Mixer. sick com. lately. I know you've been sick lately. You haven't been doing it because you've been sick, but go ahead. Yeah. Mixer.com forward slash, uh, Colonel Mustard. The first L in Colonel is an I. Um, come check it out. Uh, play video games with me and stuff. And listen to me rage and call people neighbor online. Yeah. Uh, okay. I'd like to thank our two Patreons this month, which are The Grave Robber and Lofus. Hi, baby. Thank you guys so, so much. And you will be getting your stickers very soon. And we're going to start putting together our giveaway uh which is going to be surprise and we'll be doing that april the 20th so hopefully we'll have more people uh on our patreon by then april 20th we're doing it on 420 you're the one you it was your idea oh yeah <laughs> you <laughs> fucking stoner uh dude all i think right. it's a life loss i think that's all like, right no yeah, no no yeah that's a fail dude, dude that's that just, you guys are fucking dicks bro <laughs> Like how we take that so seriously. But thank you to Paul Schroyer. Thank you to the Magic Squirrel Network. And thank you to BJ uh, for inviting me over for his birthday party. That was a lot of fun, Bubba. Love you. And uh, thank you, everyone, for listening. If you have a nerd friend and you want them to rage or agree with us or disagree with us, please share us with them. We will be greatly appreciated. We are trying to grow this podcast. We want more listeners. Uh, we ask for very little because we're not worth a lot. So, with that said, we love you all very much. Jesus, that was pretty self-deprivating. Fuck you. Uh, we love you all very much. Say goodnight, DJ. Goodnight, DJ. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, Justin Juice Kelly here, host of the Juice of the Morning podcast. You can catch the podcast on all podcast streaming apps every Monday. You can follow us on social media at Juice in the AM, and you can also catch live recordings of the podcast on YouTube. And you can follow me on my personal accounts at Juice85 
O-R-7. And then you can also follow Johnny at JB underscore Juice in the AM.